Welcome to episode three of the Perfectly Circular Rock. A huge rock has suddenly appeared in the middle of the town of Elkisburn. Nobody knows what it is or where it came from. Now you're all caught up. And a happy Elkisburn afternoon, gang. Modalon here of W-E-L-K, the Big Elk. I'm back on the afternoon drive time, gang, since I broke the story of the perfectly circular rock by my expert interrogation of the mysterious Sven. Management has come to its senses and put me back where I can do the most good for the good people of Elkisburn. Today, I'm reporting from the rock itself, where there's already a hot party scene. People taking pictures, having picnics, drinking beer, popping pills of all colors. What's the buzz? We'll find out. Hello, ma'am. What do you think of the perfectly circular rock? Uh, Yeah, I'd like to talk about it. I have something to say. Okay. Speak your mind. I just want to say, looking at it, that it's really, really big. I would agree. And what do you do, if I may ask? Uh, I hang around. That's pretty much it. Fantastic! Anything else you'd like to say about the rock? What's your offer? The offer of sharing the airways with Modalon. Who's that? It seems our hangarounder has quite the sense of humor, gang, as if anybody doesn't know the Big Mo. Hey, are you holding? (laughs) I sure am. Holding the attention of all Elkisburn on W-E-L-K, the Big Elk. And sponsored by Lube Jobs and Laugh Dances, Elkisburn's only combination auto repair shop and strip club. Okay, play your game with your pretend microphone and fake name. Uh, You're trying to blame this on me? Why does everyone think I had something to do with this? Why does my mother hate me? And she's gone. Now we'll never find out why her mother hates her, though I'm sure we can all come up with several reasons. Well, here's a lovely senior citizen. I beg your pardon? I'm sorry, junior citizen. You're talking with Modalon. I know who you are. You're disgusting, playing that rock and roll and making comments that have sexual connotations. Oh, well, I'm sorry that offends you. Who plays rock and roll anymore? And your sexual innuendo and jokes reflect the heteronormative Neanderthal attitude of 1960s Las Vegas comedians, like Buddy Hackett. Do you think you're Buddy Hackett? I don't know who that is. And you wouldn't know a good raunchy sex joke if it bit you in the ass. Do you have any thoughts on the rack? Go ahead. What? Make your feeble joke reflecting your utter lack of confidence in your own masculinity. Go ahead, say, I wish I was as hard as that rock, or I wish I had a girlfriend with boobs as big as that rock. I wouldn't say either of those things. Get a real job. Hello, this is WEZTR, the calm alternative alternative, and the home of the soothing purr. And this is Sanove Olander. I'm outside the studio, which I'll admit is a little unnerving for me, and at the sight of the perfectly circular rock. 
I'm here to discover how the town is reacting to this huge monolith in the middle of town. And because my producer Dave thought it would be a good idea. Well, we'll see. Let's talk to someone. Hello, ma'am? She didn't hear me. I don't know why I speak with superb articulation. And as you all know, if you articulate well enough, you don't have to raise your voice. Sir, would you like... It appears that these people have a significant hearing loss. Perhaps a visit to their neighborhood audiologist is in order. Hey, babe! Me? You're that chick from lube jobs and lap dances! No, I am Yeah, not. babe, you're... Oh, your hearts. You did a pole dance and flushed my radiator. Car runs smooth as silkworm now. No, I don't. Oh, you're not her. Thank you for realizing that. You better stop impersonating her. She'll beat your ass. Hey, you asking people about The Rock? Yes, I'm Sinove Olander. Don't care, but listen, I got a scoop for you. Okay. I've been inside The Rock. Really? How did you... On the southwest corner of The Rock, there's a button. It's completely smooth and round, so there is no button and no corner. Press the button and it opens up. I walk in and it's huge. That's logical. The Rock is immense. But bigger. You know how when you walk into a tiny closet and it suddenly expands to a space the size of an airplane hangar? That doesn't happen. And you know what's inside the rock? I don't. People. Missing people. People that haven't been missing for years. They're inside the rock. Like those pilots that vanished in the Bermuda Triangle? They're in there. The Roanoke Colony from colonial times that disappeared? They're all in there. Having a fine time. They must be quite old. Oh, people don't age. That's the great part. The Lindbergh baby? He's in there. Well, he died. Nobody ever found the body. Yes, they did. It was a fake body because it was all a conspiracy. No, he's doing fine. Grown up. Has a mustache. Nice guy. Very personable. I thought they didn't age in the rock. Well, of course they age some. I mean, sure, they age until they're of age. You know what I mean? Not really. They age until they're old enough to stop aging. Hey, you know who else I saw? JFK. You know, the president. He definitely died. (laughs) Wow. You are not up on your conspiracy theories. JFK loves playing gin rummy. And you know who he plays with? I can't wait to hear. Adolf Hitler. See, he didn't escape to Argentina like the history books say and everybody thinks. The Rock took him. He and JFK are good buddies. See, Adolf has mellowed a lot. I mean, a lot. He's not a bad dude. He makes quiche. Please stop. I can prove everything I just said to you. How? Meet me here at midnight. I'll take you in. Bring some wine. I'll bring some crepes. We can have a little dinner and wine and go meet JFK. Okay. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, hot dog. See you tonight.
All right. After an invigorating day at the perfectly circular rock, this is Zenove Olander returning you to the... And here we have... Hello, Zenove. Well, Mr. DeLon, what an unwelcome surprise. What could bring you out of your womb-like studio and into the sun? Don't play dumb, Mo. You're too good at it. Okay, gang, that voice you can barely hear belongs to my esteemed colleague from that other station. I won't say her name, but if you've heard her, I bet you've fallen asleep real fast. That grating mammal sound you hear is one of those repellent disc jockeys that you've heard about but prayed you'd never actually hear. Hey, I'm interesting. I have informative things to say about The Rock. Don't either of you want to talk to me? Of course. If you want to talk to a sane person with an IQ above 47, talk to me, Sinove Olander. And if you want to stay awake, talk to me, Modelon. Oh, you're not Jimmy Fallon and Savannah Guthrie. No. Why would you think that? Oh, okay. Well, that's enough fun for today, guys. You've been listening to Mo DeLon Get and... Get away from my microphone. Don't forget to always listen to W.E.L.K. The Big Elk! Fantastic rapping with you, Sinove. Why don't you stick your microphone uh, uh, Uh-oh, your... you're talking too fast. I can't keep up. And stop yelling all the time. I'm sorry you had to hear that, gentle listeners. I know that's the side of reality that you want to escape from with a visit to W-E-Z-T-R. Now, as I switch back to the studio, here's a recording of a nightingale or some other calm bird or dead animal or... Shut this off, Dave. Hi, it's so good to see you. Mm. Hi, you look great. No. Hi, you've changed your hair. Ah, What if she hadn't changed her hair? Hi, I like that you haven't changed your hair. (gasps) Hi! Wow, your hair! What about it? Oh, looks nice. That's it. Didn't mean anything else. Okay. Hi, Mark. Well, come in. What are you standing there for? Well, you're blocking the door. Oh, that's true. (laughs) See, you always notice things I don't. You know me so well. That I do. Glass of wine? No, thanks. A cup of tea would be nice. Ah, shoot. I don't have any tea. Coffee? Just water, then. No. Actually, never mind. Wow, you really wanted tea, didn't you? I'll go to the store. It'll only be 20 to 30 minutes. No, I'm fine. Just relax. Oh, I'm relaxed. I am so relaxed. Your place is nice. You just moved in, right? Thanks. I mean, yes, I did. I mean, thanks and yes. Yeah. Actually, it kind of reminds me of our old apartment. Yeah, well, I set it up the same way. 
the exact same way. Uh, didn't really know what else to do. <laughs> you were always far better than me with that kind of thing. Yeah. So, have you been? You look great. I've been good. Work is the same. I've been running more. That's great. Yeah. You? No. Not running any more than usual. Well, I never did run, you know. So, Mark, why am I here? I just needed to see you. There's something that I wanted to... Oh, <laughs> dinner time! You cooked? Yeah, thought seeing as it's dinner time and all... You really didn't need to do that. You're not hungry? You're always hungry at 7.30. See, I remembered. No, that's not what I'm saying. This is a little odd. I mean, some might even say inappropriate. You insisting I come see you and then I get here and you offer me wine and dinner? I also offered you coffee and water. I just wanted to show you that I'm... What? You can't keep going on like this. Five months. It's over. If this is the only reason why you asked me to come over, then I think I should go. No, it's not the only reason. Then what? Come for a drive with me. Where? Why? I'll explain on the way. I'm not just going on a drive with you without you telling me where we're going. I want to take you to the rock. What? The perfectly circular rock in town. You know, down by the... I know about the rock, Mark. I want to know why. It'll all make sense when we get there. That thing is creepy. I'm not going to go see it when it's dark, let alone with someone who won't tell me why we're going to see it. Please, just trust me. Unless you tell me what's going on. Because I think I'm why it's here. You're going to have to explain that. Look, this is going to sound crazy. Yeah, I assumed that. But... The night before it appeared, I prayed for it. Well, I prayed for something. Something that would fix us, bring us back together. I prayed for a miracle. And then suddenly there's a huge, perfectly circular rock in town. You prayed for a perfectly circular rock? No, but don't you see? If I hadn't prayed, the rock wouldn't be here. You don't know that. Of course I do. It's a miracle. The miracle of the rock. The miracle of the perfectly circular rock. The miracle of the perfectly circular rock and Elkisborn. A lot of miracles. No, the same miracle. The rock is here to bring us together. That gigantic rock is there for just us. Well, maybe for all couples who need to be together. Maybe a lot of other lonely men were praying last night. It's ridiculous for me to have to say that's ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous, though. No one has any explanation for why it's here. So there you have it. No other explanation but that it's there for us. Yeah, that's brilliant reasoning. So we go there and we're magically fused together. Miraculously fused together, like one organism. Since when have you ever believed in miracles? Since my entire life fell apart and I can't figure out any way to put it back together. What if it could work? Wouldn't you want that? Wouldn't you want to go back to the way things were? We were so happy, Freya. We were going to grow old together and buy matching rocking chairs when we turned 63 and have our hair fall out at the same time, all the things we dreamed of. Is the rock going to bring Emily back? Is it, Mark? You have to understand, I will never be over that. There can't be a you and me anymore. It can't ever be the way it was because Emily won't be there. Giving our lives focus, giving our lives meaning. I know it's never going to be the same, but... You killed Emily. Can't you forget that? I mean, it's been so long. Yes, it's been long. 
Every day is long without her. That hasn't changed. You murdered her. It was kind of an accident. Then you chopped her up. Then you deep-fried her. Then we ate her with mashed potatoes. And you said she was delicious. She was our daughter. She was a pet chicken. And you beheaded her, breaded her, and deep-fried her. I didn't know it was her. She had a little red hat on the top of her head. Well, I hadn't seen that hat before. I thought the farmer threw that in for free. What kind of farmer puts a hat on a chicken he's selling as food? One who cares about plate presentation. It was a new hat for her birthday. I swear I didn't know. You hated her, and this was your chance. I did love Emily. Not like you did, because that was weird. There, I said it. What's that smell? It's dinner in the oven. Well, I know, but... Are you cooking chicken? Yeah, I wasn't thinking. Goodbye, Mark. You could at least take a bite. <laughs> now the chicken is probably burned. Stupid rock. And then, one day... My name is Hammer. Slam Hammer. Maybe you've heard of me. I do a few favors, tell a few white lies if the price is right. I get along. It's a happy life. If you don't mind looking up at a tombstone, because one day you draw trouble a size too big. I'm a private eye. Flatfoot, gumshoe, but don't call me a private dick. I heard about this rock in this town Elkisborn. And a mayor. She was a woman. Maybe this woman needed slam hammer. Most women do. Come in. I pushed the door open. She was sitting on the edge of her desk, her legs swinging like Tommy Dorsey. Yes? Are you the mayor? That's what it says on my desk. Where? God damn it, who keeps taking that? I'm here to offer my services. What services? What for? You have a rock problem. We have a rock. This dame had more snappy comebacks than a tight garter. Cut the fancy repartee, kid. You've got a massive rock in the middle of town. Some people want to destroy it. Some want to worship it. Some want to monetize it. Some want to weaponize it. But the bottom line is they all want you to do something about it. And it's driving you nuts. Your head is buzzing like it's filled with bees on Adderall. Am I right or am I blowing smoke rings to Las Vegas? You're right. The way I figure it is this. You need someone that can find out who put this rock here, why it's here, and get it out of here. I'm the guy. And who are you? My name is Slam Hammer. No, it's not. Come on, babe. Don't play dumb. You're too smart a cookie for that. Did you just call me babe and cookie? Slam Hammer. Detective at large. Private eye, gumshoe, flatfoot. You've heard of me. No, I haven't. I solved the Norwegian sardine case. I'm the one who cracked the Des Moines laundry robbery. I'm the guy who took down Marco Polo, the kiddie pool gambler. Do you want me to solve your rock problem or not? I like your style. My fee is 50000 paid in advance. I don't like it that much. 25000 and a Lamborghini. I'll get you a deal on a room at the Holiday Inn. Done. I knew she'd see it my way. She might snarl, but there are marshmallows in her eyes. I may be biting off more than I can chew, but at least I won't go hungry. I got what I wanted from the mayor. For now. All right, lady, I'm on the job. Your rock problem is already a thing of the past. Where'd she go? She walked out in the middle of my monologue. The etiquette of the city officials here is terrible. That's too bad. I like a town with etiquette. Will Slam Hammer be able to solve the mystery of the rock? Will he ever stop narrating his life? Tune in to episode four and find out. Please... 
I think it gets better. <laughs>